0: This is a classic English fairy tale, and it's called Chack and the Beanstalk. I'm sure some of you know it. Now, there was once an old woman, and she was a widow, and she lived with her son, Jack. And Chack, although he was a nice lad, he wasn't for much good around the house. But the way that she made a living was that she had a cow. And the cow was called Milky White. And she would milk the cow, and she would sell the milk. And she would also make butter as well, and she would sell that down the market. And they would live on the money that Milky White provided for them, with her lovely creamy milk. But one day, towards the end of the year, Milky White stopped milking. She went dry. And so there was nothing that they could do. There was nothing that they had to sell. Now Chuck said, well, I could go out and try to find a job. But his mother said, no, no, you've tried that before, Chuck. Nobody wants you. But the only thing that we can do, said his mother, is you, Chuck, take Milky White the cow down to the market and sell her. And you should get a decent sum of money for her. Five or ten pounds anyway, at least. And with that money, then we can live for a while. This was a long time ago, you know. Now, Jack, very happily, he took the cow. He had a halter on it and a little bit of rope, and he was leading the cow along the road on his way to the market. When he met an old man, very strange-looking old man, a very peculiar-looking old man. And the old man said, Well, hello, Chuck. <clears throat> Where are you off to today? Now, Chuck thought it was kind of strange that he knew his name, but he said, Well, I'm off to the market. Our cow here, I'm going to sell her. She's, uh, she's stopped milking, you see. Ah, right, okay. He said, I see. Hmm. "'Yes, yes, I'm going to take her down to the market "'and and try to sell her for as much money as I can get.' "'Well, I'll tell you what, Jack,' says the strange old man. "'I've got something here that's better than money, "'and I will buy your cow from you with what I have.' "'Okay,' he said, and, "'What's that?' Well, he said, <laughs> you look like a bright boy. <clears throat> you know how many beans make five? Yes, I do, he said. Two in each hand and one in my mouth. Ha, ha, ha. Ah, you're a clever boy, all right. Well, look, I've got them here. And he put his hand in his pocket and he took something out and he opened his hands And in his hands there were five beans. "'I'll trade you these beans for your cow, Jack.' "'Oh, I don't think so,' says Jack. "'No, that's not a very good deal at all.' "'Ah, it wouldn't be if they were just ordinary beans, Jack.' "'But they're not.' "'They're not? What do you mean, they're not?' "'Well, these are magic beans, Jack.' "'Magic beans.' Yes, magic beans. Well, I don't know. Uh Uh-huh. Just you throw them outside onto the ground, and in the morning there will be an enormous beanstalk, so high that it goes right up to the sky. Wow, says Chuck, right up to the sky. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, in that case, he says, and he hands the old man the rope of the cow, and the old man tips the beans into the palm of Chuck's hands. Thank you, Chuck, you won't regret it, he says. Goodbye, and off he goes down the road. Well, Chuck goes home to his mother, and his mother is surprised to see him back so soon. Hey, you didn't take long, she said. No, 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 I sold the cow. Ah, oh, you've sold Milky White. Oh that's good, she said. So what did you get for it? Guess, said Chuck. Five pounds. No. Ten pounds? No. Fifteen pounds? No. Ha huh, you surely couldn't have got twenty pounds for her, did you? No, says Chuck. No, I got these. And he showed her the five beans. Five beans, she said. Yeah, five beans. Oh, you idiot, she says. And she slaps Chuck around the head, and he's going, Ow, 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 stop hitting me, stop hitting me. No, but you don't understand, mother. They're magic beans, the man told me so. And look at them, they are very strange-looking beans, aren't they? I'll give you strange-looking beans, said his mother. Oh, she was furious. She snatched the beans from his hand, and she threw them out the window. And she says, you can get up that stairs to your bed, Jack, and you're getting no supper tonight. So, up he went to his bed. And he fell asleep. Well, he woke up. He thought it was the middle of the night and that the moon was shining through the window because there was light in his room but it wasn't daylight and it had a strange green color to it. So he got dressed he went over to his window and he saw that right in front of his window was the most enormous beanstalk you've ever seen in your life it was huge and it was all the green leaves from the beanstalk that was making the sunlight seem green in Jack's room now jack opened his window and he chomped out onto the beanstalk and he climbed 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 and he climbed, and he climbed, and he climbed. And he climbed, and he climbed, and he climbed a bit more. And you know, this beanstalk was so tall, it went up through the clouds. So Jack climbed through the clouds, and when he came to above the clouds, there was another land. And right in front of him was a road. A long, straight road. So he followed the road. And eventually he came to a great big castle. It had a huge front door. And standing on the front doorstep was a tall woman. She was a very, very big woman. And he goes up to her and he says, Hello, Mother. How are you today? Well, I'm fine, she says, but... "'Who are you?' "'Oh, I'm just a a lad that's passing. "'I wonder, uh, Mum, could you let me come in and have a bit of breakfast? "'I'm hungry, Mum. "'I haven't eaten, you see, since yesterday morning.' "'And that's the God's honest truth,' he said. "'Well, I don't know about that,' said the big woman. "'You see, my husband, who lives here, is a giant.' He is a huge giant, and he eats boys like you for his breakfast. He, in fact, he loves boys. He likes them fried, he likes them boiled, he likes them baked in the oven. Oh, he's very fond of boys. So, if I was you, I would get out of here as fast as you can before he comes home. Oh, but, ma'am, he said, I'm so hungry. Well, she was a bit soft-hearted, and she said, oh, come in, then. So in he went, and she gave him some bread and butter and some cheese and a glass of milk. Well, he sat down, and he was eating this and drank the the milk, when suddenly he heard a thump, 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 thump of footsteps coming. "'Quick!' said the old woman. "'Here's my husband, the giant.' Quick, hide in the oven, she said, and she opened the door of the oven and Jack popped in and she closed it behind him. Well, the giant comes in and he's carrying three sheep with him and he throws them down and he says, Cook me those for my breakfast. Roast them in the oven. Oh no, she says, they're so small, they're not worth roasting in the oven, they would just get burnt to a crisp. No, you sit down. You sit down and I'll make you your breakfast. And then the giant starts to sniff. And he sniffs a bit more. And he says, Fee, Fi fo fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. And be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to make my bread. Oh, there's nobody in here, said his wife. You're just smelling the remains of that boy that you had last night at supper time. There's still some of his bones lying around in the, in the bucket there to go out to the pigs. Mm, well, he said, so she cooks up the sheep, dishes it out in front of him, and he eats it up, and then <clears throat> he falls asleep. Now, Chuck goes over, and oh, and uh, the giant's wife goes over and opens the door of the oven, and Chuck pops out. Well, he knows he can get away now, because the giant's sleeping. But the giant, man, well, he's a very greedy giant, you see, and before he fell asleep, he was counting his gold. He had a great big chest that was full of bags of gold, and he'd taken out three bags of gold, and he was counting it. Now, Chuck went over to the table and stole one of the bags of gold, and then ran for all he was fit back down that road and down the beanstalk, before the giant woke up and realized what had happened. Well, his mother was delighted, because... Here he was with a big bag of gold. And they left off that gold for a while. But eventually it ran out. And so Jack decided that he would try his luck up that beanstalk again. So up the beanstalk he climbed. He climbed and he climbed and he climbed. He climbed and he climbed and he climbed. He climbed and he climbed and he climbed, and he climbed, and he climbed a bit more till he went up through the clouds, and he went to that land that was above them. And along that road he went, and there was the castle, and standing on the doorstep was the great big tall woman. And he said, Good morning, Mother. Hmm, good morning, she said. I'm hungry, he said. Could you take me in for a wee bite of breakfast? You'd better get out of here, she said, because... The giant that I'm married to, he's huge, and he eats boys like you for breakfast. Oh, come on now, you take me in for a wee bite to eat. Now, there was a boy came by here earlier, maybe it was you, and he stole a bag of my husband's gold. Well, if you take me in and give me something to eat, he said, I'll tell you the truth about it. Oh, very well then, she said. So in he came, and again he got bread and butter and cheese and milk. And then there was the thump, 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 thump of footsteps. Quick, she said, hide in the oven. Here's my husband. Well, Jack climbs into the oven, and the giant comes in, and he's carrying with him this time three calves. And he chucks them down on the table and he says, cook those for my breakfast. Well, roast them in the oven, he said. Oh, there's no point roasting them, she says. They're too small, they just get burnt to a crisp. No, I'll boil them instead. And then the giant sniffs with that big nose of his. He sniffs. Fee, fi fo fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to bake my bread. Oh, there's nobody in here, she says. You're just smelling that boy you had the other day. <coughs> well, the giant sat down and he had his breakfast. And then he went over to his big chest and he said to his wife, he's looking at his gold, and he sits down and he says to his wife wife fetch me my hen so she fetches him a hen and he sets it down on the table in front of him great big hen and he says hen lay and the hen lays an egg now that's quite remarkable hens don't normally lay eggs on demand but this one could and again the giant said hen lay and the hen laid another egg Now, that's remarkable enough, but the eggs that the hens laid was gold, solid gold. And every time the giant asked for an egg, a gold egg was laid. Well, that was quite amazing, and Jack was looking at this from the oven. He would open the door a crack so he could see. And when the giant was sound asleep and snoring so that it shook the rafters of the house, he ran over to the table and he snatched the hen and he ran out the door with it. And as he went, the hen cackled and it woke up the giant. And he said, where's my hen? And his wife says, I haven't got your hen. Somebody's got my hen, he said. But by that time it was too late, Jack was away, way down that road, and then down that beanstalk. And he took the hen in to his mother, and he said, look at this mother. Look what it can do. And he said, hen, lay. And the hen laid a golden egg. (gasps) His mother was amazed. Well, they would never have to worry about money again, would they? Now, time passed, and you know... Jack's curiosity got the better of him. What else did that giant have up there in that castle? What else might be useful to them? So he set off and he climbed that beanstalk again. He climbed and he climbed and he climbed. He climbed and he climbed and he climbed. He He climbed and he climbed and he climbed a bit more. Right through the clouds and up to the land that was above them. And along that road he went. Well, this time, there was no sign of the giant's wife on the doorstep. So he very carefully and quietly sneaked inside. But instead of hiding in the oven, he hid in the copper. What's a copper, you're thinking? A copper is a big pot that they would have boiled water in for doing their washing. And it has a big lid on it. Well, <clears throat> he climbed into it. But the lid didn't quite fit. So there was a bit of a gap. Which meant the child could see out. It also meant that the giant could smell him better. And the giant and his wife comes in. And this time the giant has got three oxes slung from his belt. And he dumps them down on the table, and he says to his wife, Fee-fi-fo-fum, I smell the blood of an Englishman, and be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to bake my bread. Well, the giant's wife said, I can smell him too. Yes, there's a boy in here. Maybe it's the same one that stole your gold and stole your hen. Oh, if it is, the giant said, I will mash him up to a pulp. Well, said his wife, I bet you he's in the oven. So they went and searched in the oven, but of course there was no track in the oven, because he was in the copper, in the big copper pot used for boiling up the water for doing their washing. Well, <clears throat> they searched in all the pots and pans and they looked under the stove and they looked under the table and under chairs and all, but they couldn't find any sign of a boy. So the, bra- the giant sat down and his wife had cooked the breakfast. The three oxes were all cooked and put in front of him and he gobbled them down. Well, then he went over to the great big chest that he had and he opened it up and he took out a golden heart. And he set it down on the table and he said harp play for me and the harp played the most beautiful tune you ever heard in your life you know how beautiful harps are they make such a beautiful sound and this one played itself by magic oh it was amazing and it was so soothing that soon the giant was sound asleep. And Jack opened the lid of the copper, and he slipped out quietly and over to it, and he snatched the harp off the table and ran to the door. And as he did so, the harp shouted out, Master, Master! And that woke up the giant. Well, the giant could see Jack this time, running out the door with the harp. And he set off after him. And Jack ran as fast as he could down that road. But the giant was running after him now. Oh dear. Well, he ran and he ran and he ran until he finally got to the top of the beanstalk. And he started to climb down the beanstalk with the golden heart with him. Now the giant stopped and stared. He didn't fancy the look of this beanstalk. He didn't think it would support his weight but then the harp shouted out again master master and his temper oh he was so mad and he climbed down onto that beanstalk and very slowly and very shakily he started to climb down it well Chuck climbed down faster and faster and faster and the giant was climbing down behind him And he got down till he was nearly at the bottom, and he shouted, Mother, mother, fetch me an axe, fetch me an axe! And his mother ran and got him a great big axe. And he chomped the last little bit down, and then he started to cut the beanstalk down with the axe. Whack, whack, whack. And every time he hit the beanstalk, it shook. And the giant was holding on to it, and he was scared of heights. And every time it shook and swayed, he went, ''Oh, no, don't do that, don't do that, I'll fall, I'll fall.'' Well, that was exactly what Chuck had in mind. And he carried on chopping away at the beanstalk until he chopped right through it. And it fell down to earth with the giant with it, and the giant fell down and broke his crown, and that was the finish of him. Well, after that, Jack and his mother lived as rich people, because whenever they needed any gold, they just asked the egg, the hen, to lay an egg, and it laid a golden egg. And also in the evenings they had the magic harp that they could ask it, play music, and so it played music to them, and it was very soothing and very lovely, and they passed away their time just as happy and just as contented as two peas in a pod.